Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia and Ardeen Teresa Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi. How are I'm a bit sweaty, but I just had one of those like uh, mini, mini showers. I gave myself a sponge bath, basically. So I'm oh. feeling okay. Yeah, you're feeling okay. Easy breezy. We're, we're going through our fourth heat wave of the summer. Who fucking I think knows? it's number, it's either the fourth wave of the pandemic or the fourth heat wave, and I don't I don't know. Or it's not that wave I don't care. Ska? Yeah, it's Ska's back. <laughs> Did it ever leave? Yes. No. I know you love it. We have an incredibly special guest for you this week. Uh, she's a friend. She's really cool. She has beautiful hair. She's a podcaster. She's a writer. It's Allison Rosen. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I already told you guys before we started that I feel like we're kindred spirits because I go nuts for segments. Um, and I already have a question. Jessica, when you take a sponge bath, like, can you just go like how what are you talking about? Because like, if I'm super hot and at an amusement park, let's mm-hmm. say, which is not I made it sound like I have an it's annual every pass day. or something. Every I yeah. work at an amusement park. So oh. the stories I'm going to tell. No, but occasionally I have wet a paper towel and just put it on the back of my neck Mm -hmm. and been like, I can't stand it. To me, that's like a sponge, but I don't really know how to do a sponge bath. Oh yeah. Um, Well, that's really wrong. Allison, by the way, that is not a sponge bath. No, I know. I'm going the wrong, the wrong parts, right? You got to yeah. do what you can with what you've got. Uh, so this is going to be a new segment called Jessica's Sponge Bath Solutions. I don't know. I'm covered in dirt. I'm covered in slime. I was rolling on the ground. A big sponge told me what I had to do. This one was just more like I had to wash off the sunscreen on the parts that I had put it on earlier in the day because I was out. So I just washed my face and then my limbs in the tub, like without taking off my clothes. Cause I, you know, when you have like sunscreen on and it feels like it's combined with your sweat to make a layer. Mm-hmm. Yes. It like feels like it's, you're wearing clothes even if you're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just washing that off, I feel like really cools me down. I have now more questions than answers. Okay. So are you sitting on the edge of the tub and rinsing out a washcloth? I, it sounds like you got right in the tub. Great question. I've got a lot of different um, levels of mini baths, maxi baths, micro baths. But because I was doing a bunch of running around before we recorded today, uh, so I just washed my face over the sink and then I stood in the tub with clothes on and just ran a tiny bit of water out of the tap and just used soap on my arms and then okay. rinsed it off and did an air dry because it's so hot in here that it just dried instantly. Hmm. This is not dissimilar to Hank's butt baths. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if I just was, the butt gets washed. If I was having uh, butt problems, I assume I would appreciate that too. Yeah. I mean, I can walk you through that whenever needed. So um, when I was pregnant and I have now been pregnant, I have two children. So I have been pregnant twice. For some people, the number is different. But for me, it was just right on. Um, So anyway, both times I would just hit a point in pregnancy where... And I'm sorry to be so frank, but the amount of crotch sweating I would do was just unbelievable. And people were like, I think you're imagining this. Maybe I was. 
but I was convinced there was like a real body odor. And I'm, I don't think of myself as a body odor person, but I just felt yeah. like, anyway, I'm not going to go. It's too gross to go into too many details. But anyway, so <laughs> I would blow my hair dry. I would take a shower. I would blow my hair dry. And then I would have to just dip my lady bits back under the stream of water, oh, risking yeah. wetting my hair again. It was kind of like an endless cycle. It was yeah. a little insane. That's what life is. is yes. You're just constantly cleaning and then re-dirtying everything yeah. around you. When I am in the shower is when I feel like, like the Groundhog Day of existence. Yeah. I, it's the most poignant to me. Like, oh, this again? Wasn't yeah. I just here? Yeah. yeah. And you have to do that every day. This yeah. is how I feel when I'm washing dishes because I'm like, how did we use all? It's just my husband and I. And I'm like, we used this many forks in 24 hours. Like, how is it possible? Yeah, it's a it's a hell dimension. And you don't have to just be pregnant to experience that amount of crotch sweat. <laughs> I I felt it today. Shocking. You don't know how much crotch sweat I'm talking about. That's true. <laughs> I That's feel true. like I'm getting a pretty good idea. And I've. I always really appreciate the stories of pregnancy that are accurate and honest. Yeah. There's no influencers out there talking about that with their okay, beautiful so hats. Then I will tell you, I would, then when I was just like, <laughs> holy, holy crap. So I would take two fingers and just slide them down like between my thigh and my crotch and then take a whiff. And I was like, wow, how am I creating this musk? I did not know I was, and it was only, but it was like you're a making it like there's a pregnancy musk. For sure. It's hormones. I've had other friends mention it. I yeah. won't say their name on the podcast because they're probably like, Alicia, get your own life and your own crunch <laughs> stories. And listen, I'm trying. Uh, yeah, like there's a lot going on up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got hormones are raging. You're creating another human. Like, the, yeah, that takes a lot of goo bound to make an aroma. By the end, <laughs> like ev- like your thighs and your crotch and your pregnant belly, everything's touching. I would call it the four corners because it's Rub like it everything's up. stuck to itself. <laughs> it's a tourist attraction. Yes. Uh, <laughs> today, like I, I went to go see a movie. I picked up uh, my two friends, former guests, Kelly Ogmanson and Martin Bayless. And we, I drove us to the movie theater, parked underground. You have to take the elevator up and then just walk outside around the corner to go inside the movie theater, which is air conditioned. But in that not even quarter of a block walk downhill, I realized the seat and crotch of my very loose light shorts were just soaked. And I was like, it just looks like I totally peed my pants, but I was just sitting in a car for 15 minutes. And this is me doing my best (laughs) to stay cool. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like, this is just how it's going to be from here on out. Yep. Oh, yeah. We're not it's, we're not getting any less gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bodies and the earth as well. Um, my friend was uh, just got back to Vancouver. He spent most of the summer in the Yukon and he, you know, posted a photo from the airplane of like downtown Vancouver. And he's like, I'm back. And we were chatting and he's like, I'm just back for the tail end of summer. And I was like, Ugh, I don't think so. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no. And he was like, oh, d- was the heat wave uh, like, was it really that bad? And I was like, I pretty much feel like it never ended. Like it's just been going nonstop. And he could he was like, he didn't get it. He was just like, oh, like, you just got to go, you know, to the beach or whatever. And I was sort of like, you you don't get it. And then it's safe to go to the beach. He phoned me today and he's like, Jessica, I'm so hot. I'm in my underwear and I have six fans pointing at me and I can't do anything. And I was like, I tried to warn you. 
Wait, why is the beach not safe? It's fine, but it's just full sun. There's like not really oh, any yeah. shade. Yeah. There's no shade and like people don't realize like you shouldn't be outside during weather like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the pollution, like the air quality is really bad. So like even if you are in the shade, just being outside breathing the air is like uh, uh, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of things are on fire here. How about over where you are? <laughs> yes, there is something called the Dixie Fire in I Northern heard. California. Oh. And I, I don't know if it's over or not. I don't feel proud of this. But sometimes it just gets to be so much that I feel like I'm putting my head in the sand a little bit. My husband is very gloom and doom. And I'm sure he's going to be proven to be right, you know. But he's very, like, very concerned about climate change. And really, that is the appropriate response, except I can't. So I just kind of block it out. Um, My point being, I don't actually know what's going on with the fire, but it was huge. I think it's still on. Yeah, I listened to the most recent episode of Ologies was about fire oh, ecology and they were I talking love Allie Ward. about She's amazing. I love that show. And like I've <laughs> I listened to too many podcasts and I'm like fully caught up on all of them. And so whenever I see there's a new Ologies, my I'm like, yes, give it. it's like <laughs> I'm in withdrawal from it. I need it. It's so good. And then when it's done, I'm like, could I just listen to it again? Um <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a bad scene, but also like you can't feel bad for knowing your limits of like consuming that much stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think being able to like stop is healthy. And I don't think it's like, you know, being ignorant. The fire is not going to stop because you you're looking at it. Yeah. That's not what I've heard. Unless you're a fire starter, reverse fire starter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've seen the, the movie nor read the book. Um, but you've heard the song because it's your ringtone and every night you listen to the full true. album. I don't know. Mega Mix. Been listening to a lot of The Prodigy. Oh, I was like, which song? Now I know. You know it was like, the fire starter. <laughs> it was crazy that you guys were talking about um, starships. Nothing going to stop us now. That's what oh, you were yeah? talking about in the last episode, right? Because oh, yeah. that song, and I, this is going to sound like an exaggeration. This should be my retail nightmare, but it didn't happen in a retail setting. It, it did happen on a job, though. But that song, I swear to God, was stuck in my head on and off for like 12 years. Oh, wow. Like When there would be oh, yeah. peace or silence in my head, that song would come in. And I suspect if I <laughs> sat in therapy trying to figure it out, I could get to the root of like, why this song? But yeah. like for years on end. I had that with wow. Phil Collins. Uh, Susu Studio. Oh, and now I can actually say it, but for years I couldn't say the name of the song, or it would start again. Wow! And now I'm okay with it, but it was years. Like every morning, I would wake up with it in my wow. mind. Wow! And it made me hate Phil Collins, which is oh, not fair. Yeah, it's not cool of me. I'm really sorry, Phil. It's okay, Jessica. Have you had a song like that? Also, Allison's a theme song for her podcast. Uh, before the podcast, I got it into my head again, and I couldn't get it out because it's so catchy. I will not apologize for a great tune. Yeah, yeah it is. It's so catchy. <laughs> it mean, is very catchy. I get lots of stuff stuck in my head all the time. But like the way that I get it out is I just listen to another thing that's even catchier and then get that in there. So it's never like years. Like Invisible Touch. I mean, I fucking love Invisible Touch. I would love that mm-hmm. to take, you know, take up some room for a while. <laughs> you know, brush everything else aside. Um, yesterday, I went into a, a store for the air conditioning it was pretty empty and i was walking on the side of the street that i don't normally walk on but it was where the shade was so i was like i'll just walk three blocks down the side 
And it was one of those stores that had like the uh, automatic doors. And when I walked past, I just felt how cold it was inside. And I think like I went into a trance and then was like, I'll just spend a few minutes in here and cool down. And they were playing a cover version. I don't know who the artist was, but of like the opening song from the movie Grease. Oh, <laughs> that sounds fun. And it wasn't yeah. like, yeah, I love that song. It's probably my favorite song from Grease. It's like the one that gets stuck in my head the most. But it, was, it wasn't, you know how like some modern covers can be like really like breathy and serious and they make it minor and it's in like the trailer for every movie and you're just like, what is this? And then you're like, mm -hmm. oh, it's Destiny's Child. <laughs> what? It wasn't that bad. It was like still pretty enjoyable. But then I realized the next song that came on in the playlist was also a cover. And I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to buy anything. I'm not going to buy one of these it? candles. It was West Elm. Um, but I, I actually did buy something. I bought a, a tub of sand that was uh, regular price, $23. And I got it for seven. It's just what? It, it's just sand? It's it's like decorative sand for a terrarium, and I just oh, put that's it, nice. I put it in the top of my plants uh, to avoid fungus gnats. Oh yes, anyone... little bastards. Yeah, I had some of those. We're they're not so different, you people, and you're in yeah. Vancouver, right? Celebs, they're just the same as us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who wore it better, fungus gnats? Mm. Um, yeah, I had those too, and I identified them myself, but I don't have them anymore. Good for you. What was, Thank how'd you. you get rid of them? I took the plant that was in my room and I put it outside. Yeah. You got to put it in quarantine and like mm -hmm. cut it off from the rest of your plants. The time that I got them most recently was from a bag of soil that I bought from like a very fancy uh, plant store. And it was also cactus soil. So I'm like, that should have been dry. Come on. Why was it so <laughs> damp? Why is it damp? Everything's damp. I'm damp. All yeah. over. Yeah. Two fingers of dampness. And not in a fun way. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no kidding. Summer of no wet fingers. Um, wow. 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 And I apologize to no one. Um, <laughs> I wanted to say one last thing off topic, but let's get on topic. Um, should we do a round of retail nightmares? Sure. Or dreams or experiences. Yeah, let's all talk about when we last bought a tub of discount sand. <laughs> yeah, I was going to tell you that they have these new light fixtures there and I found them on Etsy for $65 instead of $300. Oh Anyways, um, I don't have a lot of hobbies. Allison, did you want to get us started? I do, but I just have to... I, uh, there's something you want I'm some clarification? Mm, no, I have, I have more of a... Um, a retort and a comment, oh. but I, I don't want to get canceled, but, um, not, not this podcast is my dad listens to it and I feel so bad for him. It's always so dirty because of me. Go ahead. I, this is not going to be dirty. Oh. It just might be salty sounding, but I hope not. Mm. I just can't imagine that I'm the only person thinking you could also get, but, but like they're charging $7 is quite, quite <laughs> cheaper than 20, but sand is something you could get for free. From like my kid's shoes when he comes home from school. This is true. This is, it was, it's black sand. So oh, it's like, oh, beautiful. Yeah, say no more. I could technically go to the beach and scoop up some sand. I think they frown on that though. Yeah. Also, I live two, do that? two blocks from West Elm. So it was like not that far to carry. Plus this is probably sanitary and or somehow yeah. sterile. Whereas yeah. otherwise, who knows what's in that? There could be cigarette butts. Yeah. Teeth. And like piss. Yeah. And hmm. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to like eliminate the pests in my home. Like, got to get rid of those fungus. I understand. Gnats. Hate them. 
Okay, so my retail nightmare. Now I'm going way back Amazing. to when I worked retail. Uh, I worked at. Did, did you guys have Sam Goody? It's a music store. Yes, we I sold know of cassettes, it. Cassettes. We sold CDs. There was a machine there where you could make a mixtape. Ooh. Um, that they is so sold cool. Some it's like tape cleaner, headphones, all sorts <laughs> of cool stuff. So I was a greeter around the holidays and I would say, Hello, welcome to Sam Goody. And I would say, Bye, thank you for shopping at Sam Goody. But no one ever <laughs> stuck around for the whole goodbye. So it was always just like, Bye, thank you for bye, thank you for So anyway, <laughs> there was a woman there, a manager, and I'm gonna use her real name. Why it not? Was Kat. Just Kat? That was just it. Kat. Well, I'm sure she, her I'm last sure. name was Dog. <laughs> her middle name was versus um, i just knew her as cat manager cat and uh she did not like me she really had it in for me and uh okay so i have for people who don't know what i look like i have naturally black hair and i don't know if it's because i have black hair i don't know like i growing up i was a conscientious sweet rule following nerd of a little kid but occasionally people would just assume that I was like a bad seed like I remember my friend Jen's mom always thought I was a bad influence or up to no good and I was like you don't understand like I am the best influence Aww. I'm so confused it was always so anyway I feel like Kat falls into that category and she and also she had black hair and I feel like it, we didn't look that much alike but, but two people with black hair I feel like it might have been like a parent trap kind of thing. Or like a Highlander. <laughs> there can only oh, be one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she would just hiss at me like, get back to helping the customers, Allison. You should be helping the customers, Allison. And the thing is, there weren't that many customers. And if I already asked them, you know, hi, are you finding everything okay? Is there anything more I can be helping you with or whatever, whatever I was supposed to say. Um, I didn't want to do another lap because that felt like pestering them. Yeah. yeah. And I know from my own experience as a consumer, I don't like when someone's was up my butt when I'm trying to shop. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But she just always, she just came out with me with quite an energy. I'm realizing, I don't know that this rises to, uh, to a nightmare, but it felt like a nightmare for me because it, it felt yeah. so unfair. Yeah, so, so uncomfortable. And was she older than you? Was this one of your first jobs? Yes, I was in high school. I was um, and before this, I had only worked as a babysitter. So this yeah. was like my first retail job. Actually, well, okay, second technically because I was hired by a coffee cart in the same mall, oh. which was not my first choice. And I worked there for a day, <laughs> and then I got hired by Sam Goody. And oh, I mean, I'm not even a millennial, but in true millennial fashion, I said I got to look out for what's best for me. So goodbye, coffee cart. I'm gonna go to Sam Goody, and then they let me go. Or Cat's manager. I remember her being like, well, thank you so much for helping us during the holidays, Allison. Like, you know, we'll call you if we need more help. And I was like, oh, I didn't know this is a temporary gig. Uh -huh. But also that's okay because I truly didn't, I was not cut out for this. Yeah. It also yeah. seems like, I don't know, just the role of greeter, unless you have like a massive, massive store and you're, you can like really direct people to be like automotive is over here. Bedding is here. You know, like it doesn't really seem like mm -hmm. the most essential, especially if there's not a lot of customers. There was also a lot of like, if anyone came in who was young, like keep an eye on them because they suspected oh, yeah. them of shoplifting. And at that point, I hadn't been ground down by life enough 
to real, you know, I think at a certain point I realized, I think only very recently actually did I realize this, <laughs> that when you are hired, your main, the main thing you are there to do is just whatever the person who hired tells you to do. Yeah. Which is sort of a depressing realization. And I think through, through my life of working for other people, I never quite internalized that. I never quite understood that. And so I just, especially as a teenager being told to like, keep an eye on them because they look suspicious. I was just like, I, I re- on behalf of them, I resent your judgment. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I think I felt that. But like, you're like, I'm a teen. We're not all. Yeah. And they would suspicious. pat us down too what? before we would go on break. I know. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that is legal. Like we, yeah. like we had to have some of our jobs, our bags checked and stuff. Yeah. Pat downs. No. Seems so invasive. It's terrible. This was a while ago. Yeah. Well, look what happened to Sam Goody. Yeah, yeah so, Sam Goody. There you go. Rest in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I have a theory, actually, that oh. Al- Allison, the reason why maybe manager Kat didn't like you is that she is friends with somebody at the coffee cart. Oh. It's quite possible. I mean, I wasn't aware of all the, like, well, intra-kiosk. Yeah, yeah. there's mall politics happening. Okay, that's what I want to know. First of all, what mall was this? What was the mall's vibe? Mm. okay so it was called fashion island it's in newport beach california it's an outdoor mall oh Um, so it's it's not it's like a nice upscale mall in orange county california which is um a pretty homogenous place Mm -hmm. so cat and i both having dark hair already we're not like your average blonde orange county person yeah yeah. I love I love that. First of all, Fashion Island and it's outdoor. <laughs> That's like the peak of malls in my imagination. <laughs> like sounds so cool. I bet there were palm trees. There were palm trees. <sighs> and around Christmas wow. time, a huge, huge Christmas tree where there's like a big lighting ceremony and just like Whoa. gigantic fake presents under the tree. They're like I want to say they're like eight feet tall. I mean Whoa. it's it's a real it's a real show stopping mall. Wow. Sounds like it. Yeah, I feel like the heyday of malls is gone. Uh, my childhood mall uh, in Burnaby, BC, which is the city that touches Vancouver, uh, was <laughs> Brentwood Mall, which was always like the lesser mall to Metro Town, which was like one of the largest malls in Canada. And I think, I don't know, they keep like adding to it, making it bigger. It's like basically a little city. Yeah, I've only gone twice and both times I've gotten lost and ended up at Yogenfruz, which made me happy. It's one of those malls that's so big that there's multiple stores of the same place in the mall. So you're like, meet me at the lids. And then you're like, where are you? I'm here. And you're like, oh, I'm at the north lids and I'm at the south. And anyway, this was like the not my mall. This was the mall that Jay, my husband, grew up across the street from and basically was raised by the mall. But (laughs) Brentwood Mall was where I grew up near. And that's where I got my pet hedgehog. That's where I got like... All the weird clothes from Eaton's and like gifts for my mom where my mom would be there and I'd go up to the person at the department (laughs) store and I'd be like, put this in a box and then she's going to come over and pay for it. And they'd be like, what Uh is happening? (laughs) I was a child. I had no money. But now they have completely because there's a SkyTrain, which is like a rapid transit line above ground that goes past Brentwood Mall. They've now put a ton of money into it in development and it's like now this super mega mall that's got a theater and like towers and it's trying to rival the other Burnaby mall uh, Metro town and they have rebranded it. It's no longer called Brentwood mall. 
It's called The Amazing Brentwood. <laughs> Sounds like a magician. I don't know <laughs> whose idea this was. It's so funny to me. And I'm like, oh, you're sticking with that? Like, for real? That's because I remember seeing it like, you know, years ago when it was proposed. And now I'm seeing like advertisements. And I was like, it's really called The Amazing Brentwood. I can't handle a mall that's as big as the Amazing Brentwood sounds. In fact, <laughs> Fashion Island used to be more manageable. And then it also began building more and more. And now there's a parking structure and, you know, a multiplex and a this. And it's just it's too overwhelming. I think it's yeah. overwhelming. Too many parking lots. It's also, yeah, like the parking lots at Metrotown are so vast that it feels like a whole underground city. And when you're down there, you're like, the air down here is different. Like there's not enough ventilation. There was also a grocery store there where there was parking on the roof. And like right when it opened, a bunch of car, like it collapsed and like cars oh, no. fell into it. I don't know. I don't think uh, we need to keep building on malls. Like if anything, why are we doing this in 2021? Everyone buys everything online mostly anyway. <laughs> there, I said it. You said it. Good for you. Good for getting it out. I'm coming for you. Do you want to hear my retail nightmare? Yes, coming please. for Amazing Brentwood. Yes, please. Because we're doing potato business, I'm going to save one for then. But I have a really short one. I was at Anthropology. Oh. Uh, my, I uh, was there with my friend who was in from out of town. It's her favorite store to shop at when she's here. We'll go for sometimes an hour. Whoa. And she'll just try things on and she loves it. And I always end up trying on something like I tried on a $300 skirt that had zebras on it. Um, it looked terrible. Not a skirt person. And my favorite moment, I was waiting in this very comfortable leather chair that's been there forever. And a woman without a mask walked right up to the young person that was in charge of the fitting rooms and said, may I use the bathroom, please? And the woman took a step back and she said, I'm so sorry, we don't have a public bathroom here. And the woman insisted. She's like, no, I've used the bathroom here before <laughs> oh, no. and I'd like to use it now, please. And she's like, I'm so sorry. You must be confused. We don't have a bathroom here. And I'm just sitting there like just eating it up. You know, I just love this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. You love toilet talk. I love toilet talk. I love seeing women, seniors harassing younger people. And so I was thinking, well, it's the pandemic. Like you can't just use the toilet anywhere. Nice try, lady. And then that's just, then I was thinking about when I was a kid and I saw this ghost uh, room in my house that didn't exist. And I was like, maybe she's seen a ghost toilet. Mm. And she's, she saw it, but no one else saw the toilet. And then she thinks for a moment and says, oh, I think it's at the, at the, at Park Royal. Never mind. Hi, <laughs> which is a mall in a completely different town. You have to very take far away. multiple bridges to get there. Yeah. <laughs> the sky she kept insisting that there was a bathroom there. And I would like, I, I think it's within anyone's rights in a store to refuse. Like clothing stores don't require by law that there's a public bathroom. So if someone let you use it. That was, they were just being nice to you. It's only if you serve food, but there is a loophole. If that woman was like, I just ate a bunch of candles and I got to go. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she ate a bunch of scrunchies. They smelled really good. I learned uh, yesterday that West Elm has public washrooms. And I was like, what? Because I saw someone oh, walk into the washroom. That's and I was like, right. I had no idea. It's like yeah, good so to know, Restoration Hardware has like a really nice bathroom. Crate and Barrel, too. Yeah. Oh, good Some to of know. Those, who, who in those three are the same company? Uh, West Elm and Crate and Barrel. 
But then there's also Pottery Barn. I feel like they're all the same. They're also the same. Yeah. And Williams-Sonoma. Yeah, they're all the same. Like the block that I live nearby is Williams-Sonoma on the corner, then a Pottery, oh no, then a West Elm like bed only. It's just like a little. And then a Pottery Barn Kids and then full-size West Elm. And then one block down, there's a regular pottery barn. And in my mind, I'm like, it's all the same store. <laughs> like, it's all rich old lady store. I have a gift card to Crate and Barrel. Oh. I should fly to where you are and go to that block. Oh. I mean, probably I could access it elsewhere, too. No, this is the most, the <laughs> most, most concentrated. Yeah, the most. Yeah. They're not going to let you use it, though, because it's in USD. Ugh. Oh, drats. I wanted it to be in CAD. And also because it's in... CAD, the markup is about 60%. I don't know what happens. It's really funny. Like West Elm is very expensive here. Yeah. I'll just keep it in. I'll keep my USD in the US, I guess. <laughs> keep your D. Yeah, keep your USD. <laughs> keep your to D yourself. in okay. your sweaty pants. Um, oh yeah, two fingers. Um, <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail thing? I got a retail dream, baby. And it right. happened today... Uh, and that's just that I went to go see a movie for the first time in years, <laughs> literally years. And it was so great. I didn't think it was going to happen. I sort of planned it to go to a matinee when it was like the hottest part of the day because I was worried about triggering my asthma and then not being able to breathe for a long time. So I was like, if I'm inside in air conditioning, we can avoid this happening and then a bunch of other stuff came up, like our friends are away and they're, they subscribe to like a CSA box. And then they're like, oh, can you go pick it up? You can only pick it up between like four and seven. And then my friend called like aforementioned friend Kuba, who was in the Yukon and like couldn't believe how hot it was. He was like, I have to submit this movie I'm making tonight and the sound's all bad. And like, I, I need a Hail Mary. Like, can you help me like just record a little piano and throw it over there? I need it in the next two hours. And I'm like, I'm seeing a movie like I. this is important. I know you've done me a lot of favors and like I want to repay it. But like nothing's going to stop me from seeing this movie. Nothing's going to stop me. Yeah. So you guys are hearing that, right? Yeah. All at different times. So I just instead of doing all those things, I just took a cold bath and was like, Jay, you do the music. We're going to go to this movie. It's going to happen. I just listened to Nothing's Going to Stop Us Now for an hour. <laughs> but it all worked out. I got to see the movie. It was so exciting. But it had been so long since I've been that like we got there early. We saw like all the pre-show, all the everything. The movie starts. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I did not pay for parking. And so I had to like run out. <laughs> oh, no. I had to run out of the theater like a doofus. And then like explained to the people working at the cash and they're like yeah yeah it's fine and then like when I came back in I thought they were gonna be like where's your ticket because my friend bought them online but it was all fine there was like six other people in the theater so it was like felt nice and safe and the movie was great I went to go see uh the green knight which I enjoyed a lot but definitely need to like read some articles to be like what the fuck was going on (laughs) I don't remember that part from English lit class but at a very like quiet, I don't know, meaningful part in the movie, one of the six other people besides the, my group of four that were in the theater 
dropped something made of glass and it just shattered on the floor oh, shit. and it was so funny that we just could not stop laughing for like five minutes <laughs> what could what glass item could this person have had maybe a beer we couldn't figure it out oh. it sounded like it might have been a wine glass because it's one of those theaters that they like made it oh. fancy and you can buy oh. booze and stuff but i didn't think that you could bring your actual wine glass into the theater with you <laughs> but it really added a moment of levity to an otherwise pretty like tense movie that's like this guy on a quest and it's like what's real what's not and and then it was just like shattered shattered this wine glass and I loved it and then when we were leaving in the end we were like where's the broken glass we were like it's a celebrity we were all like so excited did you find it we didn't I mean we didn't want to like shame the person who did it because they were all still there <laughs> but so no I didn't see the celebrity broken glass mm. but I recommend the movie it was really uh I liked it it was good enough to get me back into the theater. I was not disappointed. Red Hot Chili Peppers? Segment time. How much money have you spent on merchandise from the Chili Peppers? I see a t-shirt. I want to own ya. I'll buy a ticket down to California. Okay, Allison, how much money have you spent on spent on the Red Hot Chili Peppers? All right, let's see here. Okay, so I saw, I went to a concert. It was Red Hot Chili Peppers with Pearl Jam and Nirvana opening oh, for them. Oh, that wow. Yes, that's wow. when I was in high school, probably like shortly. And in fact, one of the guys... It was a group of four of us. And one of the guys is the one who had like gotten me the job at Sam Goody. Oh, wow. So it was right around that time. Uh, I don't remember how much those tickets cost. Honestly, probably $15. I feel like it was probably a little more than that. I have a a poster in my practice space that's like from a not maybe not that tour, but like an early Nirvana tour. And it says like the price on it. And I'm like, how? How was it $10? Like, I can't believe it. I want to go in a time machine. I let's I want to guess like maybe $35. But yeah, that's going to be my guess. Okay, so let's say 35. That's like three headliners. That's a good deal. But Pearl Jam and Nirvana weren't really headliners at that point. This mm-hmm. was early. That's true. So they were just like, oh, who are these opening bands? We had just heard of them. Um, okay, so I'm going to say $35 for that. And then I also, I did, I had forgotten until right now. I also went to a Lollapalooza. Wait a minute. Oh, wow. Yes. Cause I saw them. <laughs> I know tw- twice I saw them come out in the encore dressed as light bulbs. So I think it was Lollapalooza. So a Lollapalooza ticket as well. So let's say, are we going to guess that's like another 35 or was that oh, a little, or, or more? Yeah. Cause okay. that's a ton of bands, right? Yeah. yeah. So what do, what do you think? Like, like 50, 50. Okay. At least. Yeah. 50 for that. It's funny how I cannot remember prices. Um, do you have your calculator out right now? Me? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm jotting it down. On okay. A paper. I was like, yeah. oh, you're being so like <laughs> diligent. Okay. And then I definitely owned Blood Sugar Sex Magic. And I think that okay. CD I'm getting, oh, were CDs $12.99 or $17.99? I mean, this is USD, but yeah. I'm thinking like $17.99. Sure. And then I bought, I think it was called Mother's Milk. Mm-hmm. the tape I bought a used tape so that was probably like you know six dollars or something yeah and then I did I own any other albums any t-shirts any merch any tattoos no no tattoos no merch that I am that I can okay. remember 
I don't think I, I don't think I had any. So I, I mean, I did have some blind melon merch, but that's not this segment. <laughs> Still, it's important. We could make a new segment. Yeah. So now I will add this up for um, finality, for completeness. And I mean, now this is not even including service charges or tax or anything, but I have spent about $108.99 USD. Yeah, that's not nothing. But it sounds like all really like good purchases. I feel like yeah. they were pretty good purchases. Mm-hmm. And if we convert that to $2021, let me just figure out what that is. It's that's so funny. It's four twenty sixty nine exactly. <laughs> oh wow. 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 Mm, nice. That being said, I would never I don't even want to listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers these days. Yeah, like if someone puts that's some, normal. Okay. So that's yeah. okay. I guess you're right. That's yeah. pretty standard. That's it's yeah. called this that's called growing up. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> your ears matured and you were like, Oh, this is bad. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. I can't believe that I liked this so much. Yeah. Why not though? I mean, like I've spent money on limp biscuit. So like that's my <laughs> yeah. shame to carry around. Um, but I've, I've like fully come around now. And when I hear the red hot chili peppers, like on the radio, I'm like, Oh, it's red hot chili peppers, like from the podcast. <laughs> and so it's like, they're my thing now. And then I'm like, what have I done to my brain? It's like in a knot. I love it. It's bad. Well, congratulations on having seen some great concerts. Yeah. Thank you. How yeah, was, that's amazing. How was Nirvana? I want to know. I wish I could say that I remembered them. Yeah. Um, it's a long I, time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But I do know that I got very into that album. Like I said, this was sort of, I was just becoming aware, like all of us were just kind of becoming aware of who Pearl Jam and Nirvana were at that point. So I remember afterwards thinking like, I can't believe I got to see them live, Mm -hmm. but I didn't appreciate it because I didn't know their music that much. Like I always like, if my husband and I are going to a musical or something, I always want to listen to the music ahead of time because I enjoy it so much more if I'm familiar with it. Whereas he doesn't, he feels like it spoils it. He would rather hear it for the first time live. So I just always appreciate a band more if I'm familiar with the songs. Yeah. I feel that way. Like if a band has a new album and I'm going to see them and I know they're going to be playing the new stuff. I'm like, well, I want to be able to like know what the chorus is at least. Um, But the way you said, like you wish you would have been able to appreciate them in the time. I feel that way about so many things when like looking back in retrospect, like it just reminded me of the time that, uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn came to my high school and I was like, who are these two weird old people wearing <laughs> leather and sunglasses inside? And I was Wait, like, that's so cool. What were they doing there? They were seeing if they wanted to send their son uh, Wyatt uh, to my school. And then they eventually didn't because the school was like <laughs> uh, small potatoes. Speaking of potatoes, potatoes. though. Potatoes. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into or do you want to do honking on Bobo first? Oh, my perfect segue. Fuck, I'm <laughs> so let's proud start of myself. No, it's fine. We can do honking on Bobo. I had a, so sorry. I'm, my problem is, is I made a list. So I'm like, and you're checking it twice. That's okay. It's funny. Um, okay. So we haven't done honking on Bobo for a really long time. I'm not um, even sure how to explain it. Well, yeah, because I'm going to need a refresher. And by that, I mean, I'm going to need to be introduced to how it works because I, well, I don't know. Come with us on a journey into... Uh, <laughs> 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 
uh, into just like the depth of male rock grossness. Mm. Mm-hmm. So on, on one hand, we have Honkin' on Bobo, which is an Aerosmith album. I've never listened to it. We just know that the album cover depicts a harmonica with lipstick on it as if someone has given the harmonica a blowjob. Wait, it's not mm-hmm. a, is there, it's not truly the name of an album, is it? Honkin' yes. on Bobo. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, wow. Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah. And then Chuglin is just sort of like a concept. It's like from a CCR song. It's like, keep mm-hmm. on Chuglin. But Chugal Rock has sort of become its own thing. Like, I feel like people younger than I think like that it's cool and they have like Chugal Rock bands and it's like this weird. Is it weird like butt rock? Is it what's kind called of, butt rock sometimes? Yeah, it's kind of okay. butt rock, but it's just kind of like meat and potatoes, like rock and roll. Like, yeah, let's let's get in it. And it's like a groove. It's like a chugle. Yeah. Let's get in a okay. chugle. It also like, correct me if I'm wrong, but Fish is kind of like a chugling band to me. Like they just never stop playing a song. They're more like noodle. Noodling. No, they're noodlers. They're You're right. Like okay. Noodle, noodle chugle. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, I mean, they have songs that go on for like years, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just never stop. So yeah, we don't really know much about either of these things, no. but we just think they're both gross. And on the count of three, we choose Honkin' on Bobo or Chuglin, the three of us. And we can either all be in agreement or we can... Yeah, it doesn't matter. choose it for which is worse or which is better? Just what you're feeling right now. So okay. the count of three, you say Honking on Bobo or Chuglin. That's yeah. it. Okay. It's a whole segment. Yeah. You ready? Have ready. we ever even done this over Zoom? I feel like it's not. Oh, yeah. S- it might be hard to sync up. <laughs> yeah. It's the answers. first time for everything. Okay. So on the count of three. One, two, three. Chugan. <gasps> it's a three-way oh chugan. We did it. Does it has, has that does that often happen that everyone's on the same page? No, not always. Think, yeah. It's rarely. Usually, just a cacophony of, of, of badness. Um, yeah, I just like can't. It's too hot to honk on Bobo right now. <laughs> I hate all the words in that title and yeah. the yeah. like making making the uh, harmonica look phallic. No, thank yeah. you. I'll yeah. take a chugle. Like, yeah. What about that is sexual? I don't. I mean, obviously, it's a log shaped thing that goes near your mouth. But like, come on. But either you're playing the harmonica wrong or you're giving a blowjob wrong. That's my preferred way of doing both of those things. <laughs> Suck in and out rapidly, making terrible out of, out of tune sounds. Eow. Yeah. I'd cup my and hands. And was I doing it wrong? <laughs> I go like this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine, I, my harmonica looks like a baked potato. Speaking of potatoes. Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business. Did not even plan that. I just know someone who plays harmonica and she like wraps it with tinfoil and it looks like she's playing a baked potato. (laughs) But speaking of potatoes, it's time for potato business. So this is really just a free-form celebration of potatoes. Uh, you, you can express your takes, like pro or con, just it's potato talk. So, All right. I don't 
I don't want to make any enemies here. <laughs> but I don't think steak fries are all bad. I never, if it's a restaurant and it's steak fries instead of just little little regular fries, I'm always disappointed. It feels like a, it's like too much. There's not enough surface area and there's too much just spud. It's just like a mouthful yeah. of hot potato and I don't want that if I'm and they in a fry get soggy. Fry. Yeah. Yeah. When they get co- they get cold fast because of they're so Yeah. They don't they can't be reheated. They can't be eaten cold. Right. You're not wrong. Steak fries. I think steak fries look good on a plate. If you yeah. don't know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. They photograph well, but also most food photographs are just like hairspray <laughs> and nail polish. But there is a like a chain restaurant in in BC that they have those thick steak fries but they it's like bottomless you can get as much as you want and like for that reason I'm out like I I will never go there again because I've just eaten so many because it's like well there you can have as much as you want and it's like but it's bad yeah do they offer yeah. anything else bottomless I mean that's like a real it's a real the, head game the, the servers are <laughs> bottomless. <have> no bottoms <laughs> Yeah, um, it's yeah, tough. it's just also like a really mediocre restaurant. Are you talking about Red Robin? No, I'm talking about White Spot. No way, those are bottomless fries. Yeah, you can get as much as you want, but it's like I didn't know can, that. no one can finish the first serving that comes with your burger. It's a trick. It's yeah, a trick. Yeah, yeah. It's cold when you get it. I was gonna say one thing in defense of steak fries. It's not a lot, but they're very good carriers for mayo, and I'm a mm. mayo French fry person. That's true. So larger surface area when you say mayo french fries do you mean like mayo out of a jar or like actual made fresh mayo that is less vinegary oh uh i it's i'm sure it's almost always out of a jar but they'll put like some paprika on it or something oh yeah like this mayonnaise situation is very like it's it's a cultural thing Mm -hmm. more than anything else i probably prefer ketchup but i still stick with mayo yeah is that uh, were you guys raised eating uh, French fries dipped in mayo? No, I was. It's a big. It's, I'm from Quebec. That's yeah. There's this whole French fry places with all different types of mayonnaise to dip your French fries in. Hmm. But they're not steak fries. Yeah, right. They're like frites. Montreal doesn't fuck around with fries. No, they know. They yeah. know how to do it. Uh, I basically would eat french fries just to get that sweet sweet ketchup as a child like i was just obsessed (laughs) with ketchup because there's sugar in it and i was never allowed like anything with sugar in it so and like i didn't know there was sugar (laughs) in ketchup until i was probably a teenager and then i was like oh this is why i drink the packets when my parents aren't (laughs) looking this makes so much sense um so yeah i'm i'll do a mayo like every now and then just like if I'm feeling wild. <laughs> but, but you like mayonnaise on your pizza, right? Um, only the like Japanese Kewpie mayo. Okay. And it's only because I like, it's one specific pizza that I don't really like. And I have also, oh, yes. al- also renounced like, like the white spot fries. But I would just, I would put that on there. And then sometimes Bonito flakes just to trick my brain into thinking I was eating okonomiyaki sort of, I think. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've maybe upset Allison with this mayonnaise segue. I mean, a little bit. Yes, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I I like to keep it. Your body language really shifted. Um, It's 
<laughs> I just, okay. There's a lot going on. Dipping pizza in mayonnaise. That was strike one. It's okay. not dipping. It's squirting, it's squirting a small amount on the top. It's not like it enveloping. It's that would be too much. Very. It's not a thing where you live? <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Dipping pizza in ranch is. And that's yeah. really, that's right. and I don't, that's right. like, that's really not that different. So mm-hmm. I don't know why I have this judgment. No, not judgment is the wrong word. Why I have this visceral reaction to. <laughs> it's a reaction. It's natural. It's but, weird. Yeah. I, but I'm, what is the pizza you're talking about? Because it sounds like it's it's not like a tomato-based pizza. It is. It's another uh, chain in Canada called Panago, short for Panagopolis. Uh, it's just like that. It's like better than Pizza Hut sort of the same as Domino's. Some people have like a preference and whenever I have it, it just makes my stomach hurt. But I would just get like a plain cheese and it was like, it just has really no flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, I see. So you're putting mayo and bonito on it to try to make yourself think it's Japanese food. Just to like trick my brain into liking it. Yeah, it's the sort of thing where like if you're exhausted and you've had a long day and you just like don't want to fucking cook at all, and like anyone says the word pizza, then it's like we have to get Panago. But I've since like <laughs> since the pandemic, I think it was 2020. I decided like no more Panago. I'm not going to do it. Even if Jay orders it, I'm just going to get a Caesar salad and I'll have that. And so we did that for so long. And then I was finally like, because, you know, I'd sometimes eat a tiny sliver piece if there was any leftover. That's my move. Like to take Take, cut off like a sixth of a slice yeah. and then just have like a tiny pizza spear. Yeah, I love that. And I also love when like whoever sliced it did it weird and so they're uneven so there's a giant <laughs> piece and then a little one and I'm like, oh, it's Jessica size. Perfect. <laughs> um, but we've since discovered like better uh, pizza places that are more like my preferred style of pizza, which includes potatoes. Oh. Yep. One of my new favorite pizzas has potatoes on it. Yeah. There's a place uh, in Kits here, which is kind of like the, I don't know. Y- yuppie? Is yuppie still a word? It is, yeah. Sure. It's a shopping district. Um, but it's called La Ruota, and it's sort of that like Sicilian style, I guess. Like, And they have... Uh, lots of different flavors and there's there's one that's like patati gorgonzola and oh it's so good very thin sliced and i think there's also like caramelized onions on there too sounds great my favorite new pizza is um goldfinger yeah gold member or something gold, gold member sorry i can't remember but it's thinly sliced potato gruyere mozzarella uh, this kind of mushroom reduction Ooh. and truffle oil. That sounds oh, that really sounds good. good. Yeah, and, fancy. And, it, and it's for a gluten-free pizza. It's made so beautiful. Nice. Um, my potato business is really, it's back to my lovely Ikea adventure. I was starving. I've never had a lot of luck eating at Ikea, but I was so hungry and I needed to eat before this big shopping thing. And I went to the Ikea cafeteria and it was insane. They make you fill out this piece of paper with your order on it. And at the same time I was Googling like their allergen information, which is not readily available. And I'm starting to get sweaty and I have this kind of anxiety around eating out at new places, even if it's just the Ikea. What are you allergic to? Uh, gluten. Oh. Yeah. You kind of just said that. <laughs> gluten, yeah. 
and there's a really like aggressive family behind us sla- slamming their trays and they've got these really cute trays I've thought about shoplifting one so it just says hey on it <laughs> it's really nice so I was like oh it looks so cute in my house somewhere um and I finally decided what I was going to get I was going to get meatballs mashed potatoes and broccoli starving I was there with my friend's 12 year old daughter and we were all we all needed something to eat and we handed the paper in and the people at the um, cafeteria were just like upset by the paper they're like what do you want so we're trying to yell through a mask what I what we want and they're listening to like loud like ACDC in the background Mm. and they can't hear us they're not looking at the paper and I'm reading just as quickly as I can the allergen information. And just as I read the, the gravy, which I didn't even know it would have, has gluten in it. They poured it all over my plate. Oh, no. And I just, that's when I start to have like a meltdown because my blood sugar is so low and I'm an adult baby. And uh, the man behind me just yelled at me in, this, in very like funny ways, like, I'll take it because I got the last <laughs> of the last of the broccoli so I got this like plain plate with just like eight meatballs and like an ice cream scoop of very bland mashed potatoes and I really enjoyed it all I really enjoyed it all it is like comfort food yeah such a happy ending after such a stressful experience I on behalf of you am frustrated that they were yelling what do you want when you filled out the whole form I know like they obviously have a system and they're not I guess the system doesn't really work for them um, and but maybe like management implemented it and then didn't realize like when you're in the thick of it and there's 20 people looking for $10 dinners like people are just getting their dinners there which yeah. I don't you know I don't blame them for because it's so affordable but it's a lot of work for you know a little savings <laughs> my dad used to always have like Sunday breakfast there I think like after church do- he'd go with his church friends and I'd always be like do you go like into Ikea and he's like no just to the cafeteria and I was like <laughs> okay that's very cute it's hard to get to the cafeteria without really going pretty far in I find yeah like you have to get up well at the one in Richmond you just have to go up a flight of stairs mm. yeah okay yeah, my, smart. My dad would like crawl through the ventilation shaft like in Die Hard <laughs> and just drop down into a pit of meatballs and like fill up his shirt. Very thrifty. Um, I realized that I also had a potato pizza from a different place, Barbarella, mm. on the weekend. Uh, I went over to uh, my friend and the executive producer of this podcast, Ben Lai's house, and we watched the new Nicolas Cage movie, Pig. Um, oh, how is it? It was good. I liked it. Um, but it was, I realized we were eating like a potato pizza that had truffle oil on it as we were watching this like truffle oil or truffle like based media. And I was like, wow, it's like an immersive experience. <laughs> That's synergy. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It was, uh, Nicolas Cage was, I, my only, uh, criticism of the movie is like could have used more pig the pig was really cute but apparently it was not a trained pig and it bit him a lot so i get it i get it Uh, that's awesome um should we move on to when was the last time you used a microwave Sure. sure the last time you used a microwave allison when was yes. the last time you used a microwave? 
Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the clock right now. I used it to heat up water for tea. And I know that that is probably sacrilegious to both of you because you probably have electric kettles, I'm going to guess. Stovetop. Really? I find that that takes so long. I don't have any counter space for an electric. <laughs> so that's my yes. only reason. I see. But do you have a microwave? No. I live in a 400 square foot apart, like studio apartment. So we have, there's like, the countertop is, uh, there's a toaster oven, my drying rack, the sink, and then about six inches of counter space and then a four burner stovetop. So that's all I have. For me, a microwave is like a non-negotiable item. Like I use the microwave every single day. My husband, when we met... Uh, he didn't have a microwave and I didn't understand how he could live, but he <laughs> seemed to get along just fine without it. His ex, the he had been in a relationship a couple of years before that. And she, I think at that point he, they had a microwave and then she took it and mm. he didn't care. He was just not a microwave person. I'm very much a microwave person. How do you get the water hot enough for your tea? Uh, I, I heat it for two minutes okay. and then it comes out and it's hot enough. It doesn't leave like a little foam, like a little kind of cloudy tea. Yes. Why does it do that? I don't know. Why does it do that? My dad didn't have a kettle for years. Or actually, I think I found out he always had a kettle, but I thought he didn't. So for Mm. 10 years, I've been microwaving my tea water there. And uh, this trip was real different. He had a kettle. Much better tea. Yeah. It never seems to get hot enough. And it always seems to have that. I think it's okay for herbal tea, but for black tea, it just never seems to get quite hot enough. Right. Yeah. This was herbal tea I was making. Yeah. Um, Is the mug like, do you do it in the mug that you drink the tea out of? I do. Yes. I, I fill up the mug with water and then I stick the mug in the microwave, do it for two minutes. We actually have a refrigerator that has a Keurig built into the refrigerator oh, wow. in order to save counter space. And I know that I could just get the hot water out of the refrigerator, but I'm convinced that it's going to have a coffee residue taste yeah. to it. And I think it will. I think I'm right about this one. We And we also, not to brag, but we also have an electric kettle, but because of the counter space issue, we it's in a cabinet. So yeah. I don't get yeah. it out that often. It's banished. It also just feels like uh, against nature to get hot water out of a refrigerator. It's like, that's where yes. the cold things live. Yes. I didn't know you could get a fridge with a Keurig in it. Yeah. Yes. Wild. America. I know. America. <laughs> wow, America. Wow, God America. bless America. We say that every podcast. <laughs> God bless America. We, when we, we sing about it for a while. Yeah, yeah we, if we sing it. For, I love it. Usually the last half hour is just singing patriotic American songs. I brought yeah. my flag. I know oh, it's just oh. audio. I know it's audio, but I like, I mean, I have it here anyway, so. We'll put flag flapping in the wind sound effects over this part. (laughs) Okay, Um, I used to be a microwave person. Um, I loved it. I loved to, like, make a little microwave quesadilla. It's, like, my favorite Mm. snack. Or sometimes just the tortilla and then just have, like, a hot tortilla. Uh, But uh, I think I definitely... Yeah, there's nowhere in here I could fit it unless I had it in my living room. (laughs) Like, I couldn't even do it like a creative, like, dangle it from the ceiling. Like, there's no (laughs) space. But uh, the toaster oven does basically everything that I would have wanted to do in a microwave. Yeah, that's how I heat up my water. Um, I have a microwave and it's a newer purchase. I haven't hadn't had one hadn't had one for years, and now it's a non-negotiable for me as well. 
I hadn't realized how much I would use it, especially in a small kitchen. My mm-hmm. kitchen's counter space is probably twice what Jessica has, so 12 inches. Um, <laughs> and it's on top of my refrigerator, and on top of that is my Vitamix and my air fryer, and I think something else too. Like it's just this, oh, wow. I have tall ceilings. But so I use it the last pretty time frequently. You, did you use it today? I didn't use it today, but I definitely used it Tuesday, and I reheated some cashew cheese sauce that I made, and it did not like it. Oh, no. (laughs) Did it, like, bubble and explode? It got curdled. It curdled. So maybe Uh I heated it for... I I don't know what's wrong with me. It's the end of the day. I heated it for too long, I'm thinking. Heated it? Heated it. That sounds right. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, I don't even know the last time I used uh, a microwave. But Alicia, I have big news for you. What? And I've been saving. I've been keeping this a secret for like over a month. What? I used an air fryer for the first time. No way. Way. What did you make in it? (laughs) I made some spring rolls and also like uh, cheese sticks. (laughs) Was this when you were cat sitting? It's when I was cat sitting. Yeah, I stayed at a place that had an air fryer and also a lot of frozen foods. (laughs) So I, I understand how it works now. I don't know how anyone knows for how long and what temperature you're supposed no to put one knows. it in. It no, just seems to, like, like it's Google random. Everything. It's always like 400 degrees Fahrenheit for 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so the spring rolls were a bit toasty, but then I made the cheese sticks afterwards and they were great. But they also all burst and were like melting cheese no. into the basket. <laughs> but they were the perfect temperature. It was an evening where because it had been a heat wave when I was cat sitting. Um, so we didn't want to have like anything hot on and we just ate basically ice cream for dinner. But finally, when the temperature went down, it was like, okay, let's just have like a dinner of appetizers from the freezer in this air fryer. See what it's all about. I also made, um, like savory, like Asian pancakes too. (laughs) Um, Oh, wow. Not in the air fryer, just like in a pan. But that's all we had for dinner was those three things. And I realized I was like, all three things of these are bread based like mm. there's not very much uh vegetable stuff going on but it was great yeah the air fryer is good for during, during the heat wave but i do find that like i don't normally like eat that not that that food is bad but i don't feel great if i eat a lot of it yeah when it's and hot so I, you don't want like heavier stuff yeah. and then i'll get it and i'm like this is so much fun i'm having hot dogs or i'm having uh cauliflower <laughs> cauliflower wings and then like two days later, I'm like, I don't feel so good. Yeah, <laughs> I can't live on toast and cauliflower wings, but I will try. We have an air fryer, like a combo air fryer, toaster oven, convection oven-y kind of thing. Oh, wow. And I thought that I would use it all the time. And I, I don't even think I've... I used it once to make cinnamon rolls that I burned. It, co- oh. it yeah. makes things really fast. But... See, I never had a toaster oven. I never understood why why you need one. My husband lamented that we didn't have one but anyway long story short because this is going nowhere uh (laughs) my husband uses it all the time we make stuff for the kids in the air fryer all the time i thought it would be something that i was like i can't imagine i can't believe i live so long without this and yet uh that's not been i have not experienced that kind of air fryer nirvana yet yeah Mm. i really like it for like certain things like asparagus and roasting vegetables potatoes sweet potatoes i should try Um, that because I love roasted vegetables, but it absolutely like could go down the, I don't feel like 
making food uh, ever again and just throwing frozen things into it. Yeah. It's like a miniature roaster. That's what I think of. I've mm-hmm. done like a whole chicken in it. It oh, turned whoa. out really well. When you put vegetables in it, like asparagus, like roast vegetables, do you just put them in? Do you put any seasoning or oil or anything? Yeah, on them? I usually toss them in olive oil and mm-hmm. like fresh ground pepper and usually a little bit of balsamic vinegar. Um, mm. And that's it. Some sea salt. But it's really like what for me is that I feel exhausted all the time. So between a pressure cooker, like a instant pot and the air fryer, I can actually make a really like pretty decent, healthy meal in mm-hmm. 20 minutes after, you know, like I've been up since four and that's like, that works for me, but I tried making cookies in it. Terrible idea. Wow. You know, like all these people that get really into it. Same with the instant pot. Like I love making rice in it. I'll make a curry in it occasionally, but I'll never commit so deeply to that just being my one appliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not, uh, I just don't have that kind of passion that other people do for appliances. Like yeah. I've never made oh. anything exciting in my, my Vitamix. I just make very smooth smoothies. Oh, they're so smooth though. So, the smooth. Best. <laughs> so smooth. I made soup in mine once. I made a potato leek soup. Oh yeah. And now that I got all those leeks in that CSA box, I'm like, Jay, go, yeah, and it go buy some potatoes. very hot. Yeah. Why don't we um, want to wrap up with fettuccine Alfredo? Yeah. When was the first time you had a sloppy white noodle? <laughs> Will you introduce this one, Jessica? It still confuses me. This is just uh, when's the last time you had a fettuccine Alfredo? I don't know. It was kind <laughs> of a joke uh, based on what Dave Shumka misremembered uh, one of our segments to be. But uh, I, right. I stand by it. The more segments, the better. So, yeah, w- w- what are your feelings on Fettuccine Alfredo? Alfredo? <laughs> Alfredo. That, he's my favorite musician. Oh, um, so talented. Fettuccine Alfredo was uh, one of my favorite foods as a kid. Like before mm-hmm. I ate from the tree of knowledge of diet <laughs> and all that stuff. And, uh, and before I started, you know, counting calories and all that stuff. Just back when I just ate what tasted good to me, fettuccine Alfredo, mm-hmm. I would say it was like the number one thing. Um, and it's in my head, it's always like, if I'm ever in a situation where I just want to eat like whatever tastes delicious and not, you know, worry about any sort of ramification, that's what I would go to. That would be my last meal. Um, that or like bread and a ton of butter. Those are the, yeah. I just love both of those. So <laughs> um, I have not had fettuccine Alfredo in a long time. However, I was ordering food for my kids from, where are we ordering? Like Cheesecake Cheesecake Factory, I think. (laughs) And I was ordering them pasta. And then there was like a choice of what sauce you want. So one got tomato sauce and the other one I decided, you know, why don't we get one tomato sauce, one fettuccine Alfredo, and then they can each have a little bit of both. And then I can taste it because I it sounds good to me. And I have to say, I was very disappointed because it did not taste at all like the fettuccine Alfredo. I remember it was really just like a creamy, tasteless sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. So that was so the last time was probably like, I'm going to say that was like maybe six months ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Get it together, Cheesecake Factory. That's Come right. on. Yeah, Bland Factory. I don't know if that was a special kids fettuccine Alfredo that was not good or... I can't imagine they make a special bad sauce for kids. It's probably, 
just from the vat of fettuccine alfredo yeah. sauce, which yeah. is disappointing. Yeah. I've had some weird stuff from there. Like, they can't do everything great. No, but they want to. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you do cheesecakes. Like, th- there's so many different kinds of cheesecakes. Like, that's <laughs> impressive enough. I was hanging out with uh, my nephews last week, and they had gone out to lunch before with, like, some of their other relatives and the adults were like making fun of one of the nephews for ordering fettuccine Alfredo for lunch. <laughs> and I was like, why are you shaming him for that? Like, that's an excellent choice. And they were like, Name and cheese. they were like, it's just so funny that he thinks like that that's like the, the thing to pick. And I was like, when you're a child, that is the ultimate meal. It's yeah. like a fancier version of mac and cheese, you know, which you can yeah. you know, have whenever, but I was like, put yourself in your child's mindset and realize that fettuccine Alfredo is the shit. And then you might have the shits afterwards, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe you're fine with dairy. Maybe. Right, Allison? That's I I can handle dairy. I don't want to make you guys feel bad about yourself. But uh, yes, no. I can do it. I never Enjoy. thought of it as blessed. a blonde mac and cheese, but that is what it is. Yeah, it's like yeah. comfort food. It's soft. It's like it's perfect for if you've got it's your rich. tonsils out. It's a perfect like, canvas for a lot of great flavors, too, like seafood. Yeah, that's yes. true. Mushrooms. Throw some shrimps yes. in there. Herbs, shrimp. Yeah. I'm still on team. It's it was the I thought it was the fanciest thing in the world until I was about 20. Yeah. And it's the first meal I ever made of guy that I like. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. How did How'd that go? Yeah. I was going to say, how did it work out? But I lost my virginity to him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Not right after that meal. <laughs> Just full of noodles sloshing around. Yeah. I mean, it still felt like that. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, Shall we do Peppo of the Week? Yeah. Okay. Allison, who is your Peppo? My Peppo of the Week is um is my my Peppo, Wendy. Oh. Wendy, she's Cavalier <laughs> King Charles Spaniel. She's super cute. She just got groomed, so she's extra soft and clean. And uh, I joke that she... Like, I'll take a picture of her and Daniel, my husband, and I'll post it and be like, you know, I walked in on Daniel and his wife because (laughs) I love her so much and I think she loves me, but the bond that they have, it like, I'm really like a third wheel. So anyway, they were on the, I just, I don't, I don't know how this, I don't know how it happened, but the other (laughs) night he was sitting on the couch and she was laying in his lap on her back with like her paws just straight down. <laughs> she looked like Sleeping Beauty. Oh I've never God. seen her so, I've never seen her in that position. And he was just like hovering over her, petting her. Um, I took a photo of it. And uh, that's my Peppo of the Week. That's magical. Mm-hmm. It's like, I I feel the same way about my husband and like his relationship with animals. Like he's just like an animal whisperer. And like, <laughs> I get along great with animals too, but like, he's on the next level where it's like they're communicating some in a deeper way. And it's, I used to feel jealous and now I'm like, I am lucky that I get to be the one who sees it happening. The yes. Most. yes. Because like when you're, when you're like holding a dog or a cat, like you can't be looking at yourself holding it, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's like, I get, I feel like I get just as much out of it as an observer at this point. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And then also, I I get in there too sometimes. <laughs> Who's your papo, Alicia? Um, my papo is Hank. 
Uh, he's very cute. He was sleeping. He always sleeps in the bed at night, but he's sleeping last night with his head on the pillow. Oh, it was so cute. That's the best. Um, yeah, he's so cute. He doesn't understand. Like our apartment's pretty cool. So he'll ask to go outside for a walk. And then we get out there and I'm like, we're not out here for long. It's 34 degrees out here. Yeah. He's like, mm. so then we get back inside. And then 20 minutes later, he's like, were we doing something? <laughs> Didn't we have like, so were we going to do, do something? And, and then I take it back aside. It's like, oh, it is too hot out here. And that, that happened like four times before the podcast. Oh, no. Yeah, he's very, very sweet. Uh, Jessica, who's your pup of the week? Earlier this week, I got to meet uh, two cats that belong to my friend and former guest, Robert Onzik. And I hadn't hung out with him in a very long time. And this was sort of like the week that like people just were inviting us over so much because I think everyone's like, okay, like everyone's fully vaxxed and like past the like safe waiting period afterwards. And also... Things are getting kind of bad again here. So we don't know if like the restrictions are going to change. So we're like, let's just all like get our socializing in. So I went over uh, for dinner at Rob's place and I met his and his partner Jess's two cats. And they are so beautiful. Their names are Triangle and Gobi. Oh, Triangle is a seven-year-old, I think, um, big, beefy guy who's like short hair, gray, except for a little triangle of white down oh. low on his belly, which looks like it's a little merkin. Uh, <laughs> and I love it so much. And he's got like a beautiful round face with big round eyes. And then Gobi is sort of like a, he's like a a little strawberry blonde kind of long hair. He's almost one. I think it might even be his birthday today. Um, And he, you know, when like a blonde or a red headed cat uh, sort of has a human looking face. Yes. (laughs) He has one of those. And so he'll just be staring at you and you'll be like, Robert Redford, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to tell me? Um, And they're very cute. And they're dynamic. They're like constantly kind of like wrestling where they just get up right in each other's faces and you think they're about to start like nuzzling each other and then it turns into fighting. So yeah, they're my puppos. They're both right. real good guys. Um, well, this is it. This is the end of the podcast. Allison, you are a dream guest. Come back anytime. This was so um, much fun. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, you are so lovely and so nice to spend some time with you. And if our listeners want to listen to your podcasts. Yes, please listen to my podcast. I host Allison Rosen is your new best friend, which comes out twice a week. Monday is a one-on-one with a notable guest and Thursday is a fun group show. And Alicia has been on twice, thrice, mm-hmm, twice. twice. I can't remember, but you need to come back soon. And Jessica, you should come on too. Oh my goodness. Let's just really make this the crossover of our dreams. And it can just be segment after segment after segment. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. So check that out wherever you get your podcasts. And then also, I co host a parenting ish podcast. I say parenting ish because I would say like half our listeners don't have kids. You don't need to have kids uh, to listen. Um, And I backed myself into a a corner in this sentence. A parenting ish (laughs) podcast called Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons. And that comes out every other Wednesday. And follow me on social media at Allison Rosen, A L I S O N R O S E N, on Twitter and Instagram. Amazing. Amazing. You're a busy lady. Oh, 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 and I have, I, I forgot to mention, I have a book out called Mm -hmm. Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me. Wow. (laughs) Even busier. 
Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been great. Joy. It's been lovely to have you on and have a, a three-way Chugel fest. <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot about playing the harmonica. Yeah, really I learned did. a lot about myself and potatoes. Alicia, if people want to buy your book or follow uh, you. You can buy my book. It's called So You're a Little Sad, So What? Nice Things to Say to Yourself on Bad Days and Other Essays. Um, if things don't fall completely into a tornado of diarrhea, my first live show will be September 11th at Little Mountain Gallery. Come draw with me. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Alicia A. Tobin. I sometimes say funny things. Sometimes I'm just confused. Sometimes I would think that a tweet's going to go viral and it gets 35 likes. How about you, Jessica? Uh, I'm going to be in a cave. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hanging upside down. I'm literally going to caves. I'm very excited. For my birthday, we're going to like a cave tour and I've never done it. And I am I feel like I'm going to be living the most Goonies lifestyle possible. <laughs> it's my dream come true. Um, but that's not what I'm plugging. Uh, if you want to buy a tote bag or if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do those things. Patreon.com slash Retail Nightmares or retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. Um, and you can see all sorts of fun stuff on there. Uh, there's bonus episodes. We just released uh, the fifth volume of our original soundtracks. So all our segment music and various other things. Former guest Emmett Hall's song about Hank and Alicia and a raccoon. Uh, <laughs> it's all on there. And it's great. Like, it's, it's actually, <laughs> I want to listen to it. And uh, you can listen to Self Hell, the podcast made by former guests Nicole Passmore and Bita Judaki. I love it. They've released three episodes already. And every time it comes on, I do like a double take because Jay and I made the theme song for it. And I'm like, what? I'm listening to their show, but it's me. Like, what's going on? Like, I'm not smart. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it's, I don't remember. And yeah, that's that's everything. Wonderful. Uh, for our listeners, we love you. Stay safe. Um, keep on chugling. Keep on honking on Bobo. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. bye.